Welcome to Humboldt Last Week. My name is Miles Cochran. This features highlights from Humboldt's last seven days of news when you want it, on your commute, while you exercise, while you work, anytime. Thanks a bunch for checking this out, for subscribing, for spreading the word. Gosh, it's good to be home. It always feels so good to come home to Humboldt. I had a nice little getaway with my daughter and girlfriend visiting family in Colorado. You know, got in some sledding, snowball fights, snowboarding, reconnecting. I feel lucky. I also feel lucky to be home. All right, let's get into it. Zelda, the Mega Nintendo franchise, is now lightly linked with us. See what I did there? An award-winning digital media company called Ember Lab recently shot scenes in the Humboldt Redwoods for a short film called Majora's Mask Terrible Fate. Mashable even reported that even though the rumored Zelda series on Netflix isn't likely to happen right now, this video makes a strong case that that should happen. Using high-quality equipment and digital animation in the Redwoods with a touch of Humboldt fog, the footage they got was stunning. So they shot in Humboldt Redwoods State Park, specifically at Greek-French Bell Grove, where there's a thick and dense ground cover of Redwood sorrel. I spoke with Josh Greer from Ember Lab, who said they came up from Orange County and spent about three days looking for locations and that the locals here were super helpful. Then they returned with a crew of five and were able to capture all of their shots within a quarter mile of the road. The Sony F65 they shot with is big and bulky and heavy, so that made hauling that thing a little bit easier. So he said the natural beauty of Humboldt really helped add to the world they were trying to create and that it fit in with the Zelda universe perfectly. Ember Lab also gave me permission to share some stills from the shoot, so I posted those on the Humboldt Last Week Facebook. You should check them out, along with a link to a behind-the-scenes video they shot. That'll get you to the short film as well. It's actually my brother James who initially showed me this video, so huge thanks to him. Well, PBS did a segment on weed in Humboldt and how we became the first county in California to establish rules and taxes for selling medical marijuana. You can watch this on YouTube. Sheriff's Office voices their opinion that recreational legalization will drive the price of weed down and ruin business here. A farmer, of course, talks about how we're the best in the world at growing weed. And did you see the planning office had the estimated number of grows in the county at 10,000? That's plenty. Scott Bauer from the Department of Fish and Wildlife did a good job talking about environmental damage caused by illegal outdoor grows. And I like how Kim Kemp questioned if it looked staged how PBS got footage of the guy forking over a fat sack of cash at a garden shop. Definitely looked a little smooth to me. This is a sad one. A family in West Haven had their house broken into while they were away on a trip, and the robbers took an urn filled with the ashes of their six-year-old son. Child, whose name is Ryan, died after a battle with cancer back in 2011. His remains were in a safe along with some courage beads he earned for his bravery during treatment. In tears, the boy's mom told the Las Coast Outpost, the robbers can keep all the other stuff they stole. She just wants the ashes back. I hope that happens. So, an accused serial killer who recently lived in a hospital in Eureka was arrested. This guy was brought in for the 1968 murder of his wife and the 1978 murder of a British couple on a yacht off the coast of Belize. His sons say this couple hired their dad for a cruise. One of them was beaten with a club. They were both hogtied. Their heads were covered with bags. Then they were thrown overboard to drown. Sons also told the FBI they stayed silent for over 38 years for fear of their lives. Also, they say their dad confessed to the murder of their mom. On top of that, a family friend confirmed the guy confessed to these murders I mentioned, along with a hit and run in 1972 and the shooting of three drug dealers. Dang. This guy has been going to court in Sacramento. The alleged serial killer Silas Boston was very recently a resident at Seaview Rehabilitation and Wellness Center in Eureka. Jeez, look to your left, look to your right. 
Now we're not all killers. Let's see. Loco did a sweet video piece on how a local business cleans up trash on Broadway in Eureka every other week. That would be the head shop still. You know, if you've ever gone to a Humboldt Roller Derby Belt, you probably recognize the owner, Jason. He does a great job announcing for him. And good for them cleaning up Eureka on a regular basis. That has to feel good. Well, Fortuna is looking for public input on a new community center near Newburgh Park, a place for social activities and recreation. Gosh, that reminds me of the rec center we took my daughter to in Colorado. This place is in a town smaller than Fortuna, but it has a rock climbing wall, racquetball courts, a gym, indoor pool, three-story high water slide, a diving board, toddler water park, lazy river. It's crazy awesome. So I know Fortuna has plans already, but gosh, it would be incredible if Humboldt had something like that, you know? An affordable big place where kids could stay out of trouble and people could have fun inside. Sun Valley was on Channel 3 talking about how some of their flowers that were grown in Arcata are going to be on national TV during the Rose Parade down in Pasadena. Nice. Well, a guy from Eureka led cops in Willits on a pointless low-speed chase where he was allegedly making obscene hand gestures and had to be stopped with a spike strip. I guess this dude saw the police lights and decided to keep leisurely driving in the same direction. Maybe flipping the bird or something, I don't know. He pulled an office space like, hmm, I don't feel like pulling over, so I'm just not going to do it. I don't feel like following commands or being respectful, so I don't think I'm going to do that either. And the weirdest thing is, he wasn't drunk or high, he didn't have anything to hide in his car, so cops have no idea why he decided to do this. I saw in Redheaded Black Belt, this guy is probably the same one who threw pitchforks at cops on a chase in Ukiah around five years ago. It's wild. The five people accused of murdering a 20-year-old guy from Eureka were in court. The shooter has said he thinks the victim was molesting his three-year-old daughter. Loco reported the molestation allegation was never legally proven, but it's said that these five lured this guy to a spot on Route 25 for a, quote, ass-whooping, and that escalated to the alleged murder. They all had guns. They all faced life in prison if convicted. And according to Loco, the alleged shooter is being held on $1.5 million bail, while his baby mama and friends are being held on slightly less bail. Well, since I didn't put out an episode last week, we'll go back a little bit further. New York Times wanted to know if Betty Chin is the Californian of the year for her work with the homeless. And CBS Sports called HSU alum Taylor Boggs the NFL's feel-good holiday story for his unlikely rise to starting at guard for the Arizona Cardinals. Glad to see him doing well. And what else can I say? Enjoy thinking up those New Year's resolutions. Maybe consider giving yourself an anti-resolution as well, like eat dessert more, cuss a little more often. What's life without balance? Talk to you soon. Humble. Last week.